Welcome back, everybody. You've made it to episode three. Hello again. Welcome to Double Teamed with Cammie and Nikki. This is Cammie. And this is Nikki. We hope you all had a great week. And if you chose to have that talk with your significant other per the last episode, I hope it went well. I hope you're still together. And we hope you're thriving. Yes. And now this is where the real fun starts, in my opinion. Because I remember when my husband and I decided to really dive into non-monogamy. We were kind of like, okay, great. We've discussed everything. We've got our boundaries. We know what layer we want to get into. Now, how do we get started? I've got a couple different ways here that we're going to discuss, but I would say first and foremost, everyone pull out your phones. If you're a hot couple, go to Instagram and please slide into my DMs. Shoot me a little message. Let me know you're interested. I'll hit you up. Okay, now, secondly, this is probably the easiest way to start, and technology these days makes it even more convenient to find, you know, whatever it is that we're looking for. So, in my opinion, it kind of makes it more accessible. I think that's why more couples are getting into it. It feels less intimidating. But dating apps, super easy. Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, Field. I know there's quite a few out there for, like, threesomes and whatnot. I have Bumble and Tinder. I don't have Hinge. Hinge always kind of felt like more of a real relationship type of app. And then I think, Cammie, you've had Field before. Yes. So I actually met my Dom on Hinge. Then again, when he and I met, we didn't realize we would slip into those roles. Um, And then I did, I met this one guy on Tinder once and I was kind of telling him my kinks and he was like, you should try Field. He's like, I normally, he was a kinky guy too. He told me, I normally don't recommend people to go there because I like to keep it like my little secret because I don't know if it's a well-known app or not. It's spelled F-E-E-L-D. Yes, F-E-E-L-D. Anyways, so he was like, the app really sucks. Like the interface, it lags worse than Tinder. And Uh he was like, but it really is for like the kinky community. And I was like, oh, for sure, I'm hopping on. Going into a field. I felt like a little puppy going into the big dog park. And (laughs) I just, I mean, everybody there just really knew what it felt like. Everybody knew what they really liked, what they wanted to explore. Everybody there just had this like sense of, I know what my kink is. You know, it's like, oh, okay. So, and the, oh, the acronyms. So many acronyms. Yes. It's like, what are some of them? CNC. What's CNC? DGL. Consent, non-consent. Consensual, non-consent? Yes. Okay, so kind of the fantasy where it's consensual, but that you want them to treat you like it's non-consensual. Yes. Or, you know, daddy, dom, good girl. Little girl? Little girl, yeah. DDLG, okay. Yes. However, you know, so many different acronyms. When I first hopped on the app... I would look at these profiles and be like, oh my God, I don't have to Google this, you know? So if you're hopping onto field, also have Urban Dictionary ready. If you're, you know, kind of new into the the kink world, reading reverse harem. I knew some of these acronyms going in, you know, MMMF or FFFM, which is like male, 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 female, female, okay, female. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so gotcha. all these different, some of these different acronyms I already knew. And I was like, okay. Some of these I understand, some of these I don't. So that part was cool, getting onto field. Did I have any successful matches with field? 
No. I've met some really cool dudes on there, but we never met in person. I know I have a lot of friends in the lifestyle community that have met other people through field. And I, and I agree. It's definitely where people go with like established kinks or if they're exploring kinks. So if one of your whys was to kind of, you know, get into a little bit more of the kinky fuckery, so to speak, I think field is a good place to go. I do. Yeah. Just don't expect the app itself to work very well. I know for me, like I had to refresh it a lot and just, you know, I'd see the notification that I had a message but it wouldn't show anything. So I'd have to like reload the conversation. It was actually really annoying. Now I will say I deactivated my account right now. You know, I'm not looking for a Dom. I already have one. Now, if I do ever have to look for a Dom again, I would actually definitely go back on there because yeah, it's, it's easy to find what you want when everybody lists exactly what they're into. So if I'm looking for a daddy, I can find a daddy there. I do think also with field, if you are bi, you will have more success on there, I think, because a lot of the bi community is on field, from my understanding. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Now, okay, if you're looking at some of the other ones like Bumble, Tinder, and Hinge, I would definitely say, you know, this is where you got to decide, okay, do you want to have profiles together or separate? I saw a lot of couples on Tinder that had joint profiles. Um, and then I've seen, you know, on Bumble, more separate profiles. I have separate profiles on both. My husband and I actually don't have any joint profiles. He's on Bumble, Hinge, and Tinder. Neither of us are on field, but that's just kind of a decision to make how you want to go about it, whether together or separate. I would hear my quick little do's and don'ts for the dating apps. They are a lot of fun. I've, I've met a ton of guys on there, so I've had a lot of success with it. But uh, And couples. Yeah, and couples. couples. You're right. Absolutely. I've met some really amazing couples on there for your profile. You know, just make sure you're transparent with everyone. I put ENM, which is another fun little acronym. It stands for ethically non-monogamous on there so that they understand that I'm in an open relationship. Now I will say a lot of times, like if they look at my profile, then that's kind of a conversation starter. They'll be like, what's ENM? And I'm like, it means I'm ethically non-monogamous. I'm in an open relationship. And they're like, cool. So with a guy or girl, and then like we get into it. So they have an understanding. There have been times where like they just, you know, oh, she's cute, swipe. And then they never read my profile. And then they never ask what ENM is. And I'm talking to like 20 or 30 dudes in the span of like two weeks. And then I forget to mention that I'm in an open relationship. And then they don't know. That's definitely happened. I don't know who's really at fault there in my opinion. But I do remember one time I was talking to this guy. We were texting. So the, the conversation had progressed to this level and he asked how my day was going. And I responded with, oh, I just, you know, picked up my husband from the airport. He's back from work. I'll never forget his response. He was like, I almost just spit out my cereal. What? And I was like, I had this mental vision of him, like, just like projectile spitting cereal everywhere. But I, I was like, um, it's on my profile, but I guess we never talked about it. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention it. He was like, he was like, yeah, it's cool. No problem. But like, okay. And we still ended up, you know, I think we met up, uh, once or twice, but anyways, that was really funny. So just be aware that, you know, even if you put that acronym on there, people may not necessarily see it. And if you want to keep, you know, open transparency, mention it at some point in the conversation just so they know what they're getting into. That's my 
probably the biggest one I would say about um, the dating apps. I will say when I was on Bumble, I put on my profile something I'm passionate about, reverse harem fiction. So then I would always get the question, oh, what's reverse harem? And I'd have to explain to the guy, okay, well, it's, you know, when a girl has multiple boyfriends, husbands, et cetera, and they would be like, and they would be like, oh, are you into that? And I'm like, yeah, eventually I'd like to, you know, be poly and have that sort of relationship if I find the right guy. And, you know, then you get like the contenders that are like, oh my God, I want to be part of the team. And, you know, more power to them for being accepting of that. They're like, wait, do we all have to fuck together? I'm like, no, it doesn't have to work that way. You know what? That's funny that you say that because that is one of the most like common questions I get. They're like, okay, so if we fuck, does your husband have to be there? And I'm like, no, no, no we do stuff separately. Uh, but I will say, you know, there are usually when there are couples on there, they do stuff together. I matched with a guy recently, which is funny. And he had three pictures on his profile. And in all of them, there was like a girl sitting in his lap, a girl at his side, and then like another girl. And I messaged him and I'm like, I take it that's not your sister. But it was like just his solo profile, but it was all pictures of them. He was like, no, that's my wife. How do you feel about that? And I'm like, oh, I have a husband. Totally cool. No problem. How do you guys do your lifestyle? And he was like, oh, we just do threesomes right now. That's it. He was like, you sound like you're a little bit more established in it than we are. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. So they're in Phoenix. Next time I'm in Phoenix, I'll definitely be hitting them up. But yeah, lots of ways to do the dating apps. They're a lot of fun. I would say the biggest thing is transparency. And also one thing to keep in mind on the dating apps. And I know I see this a lot on, you know, like Reddit and stuff, people talking about this in the poly community. Do realize you guys may go at different paces. So she may be getting a lot more matches. He may be getting a lot more matches. Whatever that looks like, it's going to happen at different times for you guys. That's going to require a little bit of, I think, patience and kind of getting over any jealous feelings that arise from that. Because I will say in the beginning, I definitely had like 20, 30 matches to every like five of Nate's. And he'd be like, what the fuck? But it's like, I mean, getting a dude's like ordering a pizza, you know? <laughs> and like getting a girl is a lot more of a process. Am I wrong? I mean, from what you've told me, the girls on Tinder are ruthless. Tinder and Bumble. Well, no, it's not just that. I I don't know. I, I haven't had as much luck with women on the dating apps, I will say, which, yeah, has been a little bit frustrating, but that's okay. Which actually kind of, you know, segues us into my next point. I've had a lot more luck meeting women organically, like, a, you know events where other lifestyle people are. So that's another way you can do it. If you don't want to hop on the dating apps, you can do it a little bit more organically. And by that, I mean going out to the bars, social settings, you know. It just means you have to, you know, spit some game. Yeah, exactly. But organically is how we did it before COVID. Then COVID hit. And then after COVID is when we decided to get on the dating apps, really. So, I mean, really is about what, maybe six to eight months ago that we got on the dating apps, if that. But we definitely used to have a lot more fun when it would be, you know, like out at a bar or a club and you see someone, you spot them across the room and you lock eyes. And, you know, so I, I liked organically a lot. I, I do like the dating apps, but at least with organically, you kind of see what you get. Now, again, this could be a situation where you either decide to do it together or separate. I know it's easy to have the girl go play hunter gatherer if it's the two of you at a bar, but I will say for me personally, if I'm getting picked up by a couple, I would prefer that they both come up to me just because like, I, I don't like the situation where like, I see this girl, like we're talking, she's kind of giving me the vibes and then out of nowhere, here comes the dude. 
and I don't know if I'm attracted to him or, you know, I, I didn't know he was part of the equation and now he is. And I got to reassess all my feelings about all of this. So if you are going to approach people at bars, I can't necessarily tell you how to spit that game, but I will say my vote is do it together. Don't send her out. Do it together. I've been approached before by women and a lot of the times you, you see the dude nearby. Yeah, you can just kind of, yeah. And one time I was in Nashville for a bachelorette party and this girl walks up to me and she's just like all about my body. She was like, oh my God, is your ass real? First of all, I hate that society has digressed to the point where we're asking if every single body part is real. Yes, my ass is real. And, you know, she was just complimenting me up and down. I was like, oh wow, okay, she's really into me. And then I look And behind her, like maybe 20 feet away is her dude. And I'm like, oh, I see what this is. And at that point I was like, well, you know, I'm not, I was with, you know, a whole group of bachelorette girls. I was in a monogamous relationship at that point. I just kindly turned her away. You know, I commend her for, you know, coming up to me. But at that time I was like, eh, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I So I remember last year when we went to Vegas, Again, we go to Vegas a lot, guys. We do. Um, <laughs> when we, went we just to, got back from Vegas. Yeah, we actually just got back from Vegas last weekend, even though we went like, what, two weeks, three weeks ago? I don't even remember. So that's going to be a running theme. Anyways, last year when we went to Vegas, we were at the pool clubs. We had this little table and that's where Cami and my husband were at. And I was over by the pool by myself, just enjoying the music, dipping my feet in. And this couple comes up to me and they're like, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. How are you guys? They're like, we're great. And then they were like, are you here by yourself? Because obviously I was sitting by myself. And I was like, no, my husband's over there and my sister. And they were like, oh. So I I immediately, I was like, okay, I, I think I know where this is going. And I was like, how old are you guys? And they're like, we're 21 and 23. The girl was 21. The guy was 23. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I don't want to teach. So I kindly just kind of let them know that I was kind of doing my solo thing. We got to talk and they were really cool. I definitely commend them for, you know, being that young and, you know, diving into kind of maybe that first layer of non-monogamy. So I was all for it. I just, I wasn't into I think doing something that night. I think it's dope that they had the confidence to approach you together. Oh, they did. And they were a good looking couple. It's not- No, they, they were. They were hot. Yeah, yeah. They were hot. I, it's not like I was turned off by them or anything. I just wasn't in the mood that night because, I mean, already it was getting late and we all were across on the other side of the strip for- our hotel and everything anyways. So, but I, I liked that they approached me together and even though it didn't work out that night, yeah, it was fun. There was another time I was on a hike in Los Angeles. You were hiking? Yeah. By myself. I just did a solo hike and this couple walked right by me. And as they're walking by, the guy goes, my girlfriend thinks you're hot. And she like, kind of like giggles a little bit. And I'm like, thanks. And I got to talking to them and they were super cool. They had asked me to come to a bar with them after. And I told them I couldn't because we had some other plans that night. But again, you know, a situation where they both kind of approached me. And yeah, that's how I would prefer to be approached. So that's my advice there if you're doing it organically. And, you know, at least if you're doing it together, I think that's easier for them to tell, you know, be a little bit more transparent with them. 
you know, if you're, if it's just the girl or maybe just the guy, then when that, you know, third person comes in when, when the other spouse comes in, it can kind of throw off the vibes in my opinion. So, Oh, I agree with that completely. Yeah. So that's why I say organically can be, in my opinion, a little bit easier from that regard so that you can kind of feel the energy right away. See if it's going to be a good mix. And then last but not least, now this might come as a little bit of a shock to everyone, but if you're getting started and you, you want to know of maybe some like local groups or events, Reddit and Facebook, I have found so many like subreddits and, and Facebook groups of like, you know, a lot of them, they, they refer to themselves as like swingers. I hate the word swingers. Honestly, I'm probably gonna do a whole nother episode on that because that needs to change. But regardless... I used to think of Reddit as like low-key Craigslist, and now I absolutely fucking love it. There's so much good content on there. The Dash Swingers subreddit has so, is like, it's just a plethora of information, but there are so many groups on there that like post like, oh, we're having a party here, you know, for lifestyle community in this city, you know, and then they ask to like send kind of like a little mini application into that group. There was a Houston Swingers Facebook group that seemed very active. I was very proud of everything I saw there. So Reddit and Facebook, they're going to be a little bit different than the dating apps, in my opinion. It's going to feel more like a community, but I think there's a lot of local and maybe regional things to find there. I guess what surprises me the most is Facebook. Really? Like, I feel like we just, you know, we took all the like 2015 moms and then left them there. Yeah. Well, I mean, Facebook is just, I'm not even on that app. No, I barely get on Facebook anymore. But whenever I saw, I saw a lot of Reddit posts that when it came to events, they alluded to like a Facebook event kind of, you know, link. So then they would attach a link on there. And then that's when I would go look and see like, oh, wow. A lot of people are starting out this way. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes when even if the event is like private and you say like, oh, I'm attending, doesn't it sometimes show up on your profile? Mm. Could you imagine like your greedy scrolling through like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nikki's going to Houston, Houston Swingers. <laughs> uh, actually, that's a good question. I don't know because I don't use Facebook that often. I Maybe remember. there's a way to hide it. I mean, I'm assuming so. Maybe if you make it a private event, I have no idea. Well, honestly, I'd have to go look through that. But but yeah, Reddit and Facebook are honestly great resources as well. And people post a lot of like questions and comments and... Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Yeah, I, I've been on there just like answering people's comments, like based on my, you know, experience on things because a lot of newcomers go on there. Honestly, I've never out. been on Reddit. I think you should get on it. It's pretty dope. Oh, I will say, okay, this is kind of going way back to the dating apps. But, you know, honestly, this applies to all of them, you know, whether you're doing it on the dating apps or Reddit and Facebook. One of my biggest don'ts is don't pull a bait and switch. Because I've definitely had this happen to me. And by that, I mean, for example, I was talking to this girl that I met on Tinder. I really liked her. We were hitting it off. We started texting. Finally, we like scheduled a night to meet up. I had kind of gone through my full vetting process with her. And we made plans. And the day of, 
she had told me that like her, she knew that I was married and then she had a boyfriend and you know, she was bi as well. They were ethically non-monogamous like us. And the day of she texted me and she was like, Hey, change of plans. My boyfriend's going to be home. Is that cool? And I was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, immediately I was just kind of like, I don't know about this. And like, I don't know if like that was like the real situation or if it was kind of like engineered to be that way. Like we already made plans. We had everything established. And now the day of she's like, my boyfriend's going to be there. He can just be in another room, blah, 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 blah. In my opinion, it felt a little insincere. I don't truly know if that's what happened, but regardless, it really just kind of changed the energy for me. And I was like, no, can we just reschedule for a day that, you know, you and I can just meet? Because for me, at least I don't like to be outnumbered. I think that's a fair point. Yeah. I mean, if it's the first time I'm meeting someone, like her boyfriend was never part of the discussion. It was always like just her and I would meet and get to know each other. And that's how it was because I wouldn't do that to someone else if they were like coming over and then like, lo and behold, my husband's there. And now they're going to feel pressured. Like it was definitely not like that. So it felt like a little bit of a bait and switch. And I've had similar situations as well, where the girl will be like, oh, let's meet up. And then somewhere in the conversation, they'll be like, my boyfriend wants to join. Can he? And I'm just like, just say up front that the both of you want to be there. Just say that. Like why? just, you know, don't get me in there. And then, you know, now I've already agreed to everything now throw him into the mix it's kind of like what you're saying when you should approach together, like in a more organic setting, just do it together or be honest about your intentions there. Cause otherwise it creates kind of a, a not fun situation and, and puts them in an awkward place, the third person or fourth, how, you know, however many people you are approaching, you don't want to do that. So that's going to be my biggest, like, don't. I think that's a great piece of advice there, Nikki. I really do. Thank you. I appreciate that. And this is the internet. I mean, unless it's from an organic setting. FaceTime all these people. Yeah. Bumble, Tinder, Reddit, Facebook. This is the internet. So I had three different guys FaceTime me during fam brunch before. Okay. Don't be afraid. FaceTime. I remember that. Whenever you first got on on the dating apps after your engagement. Kami was getting like FaceTime calls from dudes like left and right. You know, I really commend them for being so bold. Yeah. No, and and they wouldn't even like text you like, hey, I'm about to FaceTime you. Just FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah, And like one was getting a haircut. The other one was on his way to like a pilot training program thing. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I could barely hear anything. Interesting. Our friend Fetty was like, who is FaceTiming you now? I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. (laughs) So FaceTime is a great way. I remember there was a couple that I matched with. And immediately they were like, we're going to FaceTime you. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, and just, this was after we exchanged numbers and bam, lo and behold, I was happy because I got to see them. It's a, I usually bet by like asking them to follow me on Instagram or Snapchat. And then I ask them, like, I'll send them a snap, like show me your real, like, and I'll show myself. And then that way, like I, you know, start that and then they send something back. So make sure you vet your people, make sure you're not getting catfished, make sure you're in authentic situations. Because this is the internet and people can't be trusted. But but it's a lot of fun. I mean, I have had an absolute blast on the dating apps. It can get a little exhausting sometimes when you're managing like a lot of different conversations. But for the most part, me being the social butterfly that I am, I, I like meeting new people. So I've had fun with it. Yeah, I think the apps were really fun for me for a while, you know, and then... I happen to find my dom and even in our early stages, I found myself in the apps a few times. It can get exhausting. My suggestion for that is, you know, put it away at one point. Yeah, take Um, some breaks here and there if you need to. And if you're saving numbers, always put like first name and then the app that you got them from. That way you can go back to the conversation. 
you know, like Rob Hinge, Dylan Hinge, Dylan Tinder, you know, it's, <laughs> I do the same thing. So here's my method of doing it. So when I first give them my number and I save it, I do first name and wherever I met them. So like you said, Bob Tinder, Joey Field. Now, whenever we fuck, the dating app gets replaced with their last name. Oh, that is so considerate. Right. So now, I asked a guy for his last name in the middle of sex. Is this really the time? As I'm like riding his dick, he's like, and I was like, yeah, just tell me your last name. I'm not going to say it, but let's pretend it was Smith. It was Smith. He's like, it's Smith. It's Smith. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know when I usually ask, but at some point, if we've already fucked, I, oh, usually I see their, like their last names on, on their Instagram. So, but when, but whenever we make that transition, that's when I add their last name. Cause like if they, you know, if we never fuck, then yeah, they're going to stay as Tom Bumble. Cause then that's the way I know. It helps me stay organized. You got to stay organized. Depending on how many people you're juggling here, figure out a method to stay organized. I will say if you are on field. A lot of people on field do not post their actual names or their face. Interesting. Now, yes, a lot of them are, you know, bold. That's usually a red flag for me. Well, I mean, if they have like a high profile job or mm, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe they don't want to come out. Uh, you know, they don't want other people, their friends or family seeing certain kinks they have. I mean, not that I kink shame because I'm fine with any kink that you have, but let's say you're a furry and you don't really want your family or friends that you know are on these apps knowing that you're a furry. Then you put, you know, you cut your face from the picture. So that's what I first did, actually, whenever I hopped onto Field, is I put my name as Bunny. <laughs> Bunny? I put my name as Bunny. Okay. And the only picture I had was of my body because I, I mean, yes, I'm not afraid of people finding out that I like being a submissive and that I like having a daddy. Well, um, you're telling the whole world with this podcast, so. Exactly. I hope you're exactly. not And your but, face is on the damn cover art. <laughs> Exactly. But in the very early stages of me trying to find a daddy, I was a little bit shy at first. Okay, that's understandable. But then after like a week or so, I was like, you know what? I'm not afraid of admitting that I want a daddy. So I decided to show my face and put my real name on there. I've, I've had this situation before on Bumble. Actually, there was a guy who I can't remember what name he put. I think it was like Ryan or something. And then I was like, hey, add me on Snap. So I added him. And then whenever he, or like whenever we exchanged Snaps, it was like a completely different name. And then whenever I messaged him, I'm like, is this the same person? He was like, oh yeah, I don't use my real name on my Bumble because of my job. Uh, He, I guess has like a, I wouldn't say high profile job, but like, you know, he's on TV. Anyways, I thought that was really funny. So then I, I, I was like thrown off because like I knew this person as Ryan for the better part of like three weeks talking on the damn app. And now I had to switch it completely over to a new name. Okay. So. One thing I don't understand is when the age will say like 37 and then the first line in their profile, I'm actually 43, not 37. I don't get that either. Why the fuck are you? What? Yeah. I mean, you put your damn year of birth and that's the first thing you're going to say. Like, why not just. Can, you can not, someone explain this to can me? Can you not change it? I guess whenever, whenever you make your profile, you have to put the year in and then I guess you can't change it after. 
I never tried it because well, my actual no, age is but on there. wouldn't you just put the actual year? And I mean, unless you're starting your profile at like, you know. It could be guys being shysty just because like they want to. Did you say shysty? Yeah, isn't that a word? The fuck? Is Are, that a word? I think so. I've heard it before. What was the rest of that sentence? I was going to say it could be guys being. <laughs> we're not going to use shysty. Okay, it could be guys being weird because they want to show up on someone's age range. So, like, if girls have, like, 22 to, you know, 35. So, instead of, you know, their 42-year-old self isn't going to show up in that date range for the younger girls. So, they put it as a yeah that younger year and then now they show up there. That could be it. I think shysty is a word. I'm going to have to Google that, first of all. Second of all, if you're trying to find a daddy, I will say the best, best age range for finding daddies is anywhere between 35 and 40. It is a word. Urban Dictionary. Shysty usually refers to an action that is greedy and or inconsiderate. Oh. When someone is shysty, it means they don't think about others and do things that help them even if they know it harms someone else in any way. Well, I am not in the know. But I got lucky. My Well, not lucky. I discriminate by age, but my dom is 31. And being close in age, I kind of like that. I do think normally the more established kinks can be found in people that are in that 30 to 40 range just because they know themselves better. Like, I feel like oh, I, didn't, exactly. I didn't start exploring my kinks until probably about two years ago. So 25, 26, that age. And even then, like, I'm still not fully established in my kinks, which we will do a whole nother episode about how I like being hit in bed. But regardless, <laughs> what we're saying here is that, you know, when you're creating your profile, things to keep in mind, put in those acronyms, be transparent with people, vet them. And I guess kind of as my final like do's and don'ts, you know, of throughout all of this, because like I said, this is where the real fun begins. Meeting people, trying stuff out, getting new dick, new pussy. Things to remember, just keep fluid communication with your partner throughout all of this. I know my husband and I, before we ever met with anyone, we would tell each other like, okay, I've got a date with this person. This is where I'm going to be, you know. And always have someone tracking your location. Yeah. So, I track Nikki like the back of my hand. Yeah. I know where Kimmy is at all times. So, and I will tell men if I'm going over to their house, you know, if I'm meeting them somewhere for a date, I will tell them, hey, my sister tracks me. Anyways, when I was on the apps, that's what I used to do. I mean, I you want to be them. safe. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I totally understand if your if your partner wants to track your location or whatever, you know, it, it's part of just maintaining that transparency. But, you know, it, it is the internet. Like we said earlier, you want to make sure that, you know, people know where you're at. So be safe with it. And then also check in with your partner, you know, as they're meeting new people, ask them how it's going. I know some couples have the agreement where like they don't talk about it. And that's fine if you do. I would say in the beginning, like my husband and I didn't talk about it as much. And now we're like, oh my God, you should have seen his dick. Like as soon as he pulled it out, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with this thing? And like, it doesn't even phase him. Or he'll be like, her tits, amazing. And like the sex was so good. And like, it makes me so happy to hear it, you know? But in the beginning, when we first started out, we didn't talk about it as much. We knew stuff was like happening, but we didn't really talk about it. But we still kind of checked in with each other along the way, like every once in a while. So like, how are things? going, you know? And so whatever you guys decide in terms of your communication, I would say regardless, still at some point, make sure you kind of just check in with each other along the way, make sure, see how everyone's, you know, mental and emotional health is doing. And then 
Again, keep in mind, your paces may be a little bit different. There are going to be some growing pains. You're probably going to encounter some situations here and there that are going to be, you know, a little unpleasant. It's going to happen. But overall, I've had a very positive experience on the dating apps. I've had a lot of fun organically and the world of Reddit, even though I haven't found anything there yet, I, I like just seeing, you know, the communities that are being established across the country of people in the lifestyle world. Any questions on Reddit that you want to answer on here? Um, Let's see. I do have a couple that I was answering earlier. So, for example, here's one that someone had asked, you know, what is your method to verify couples? And she said, a few days ago, we made a post on a Facebook page and received many requests. Only several are suspicious. I'm very interested in your advice. Thank you very much. That's what this certain Reddit person had posted. And so kind of like we mentioned earlier, especially from a Facebook group, ask them for a phone number and FaceTime them or Snapchat. I think Snapchat is a great one to use if you don't want to use your number because you can ask them to send like a real time picture because you know if it's from the camera roll, you'll know if they like took a screenshot and then sent it to you. That's why I really like Snapchat because then uh, you can ask for a real picture. Well, and you can also FaceTime on Snapchat. Yes, you so can. So let's say they have an Android, <laughs> God forbid, but let's say they do. Yeah, actually, you know what? Green texter community, we still love you. I have a few friends who, who are in green the green text, text community. Yes. yes. And we still send emojis. Anyways, I agree. I think Snapchat is a great way to keep your personal information private while still getting to know somebody. And on Snapchat, for example, regard. I don't have my full name. So, I, you know, on Snapchat, you can put like your full name. I just have Nikki on there. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, here's another one that I just saw on Reddit that I think is really funny. Pineapple left at my door. So my girlfriend and I live in an apartment complex. This morning I was walking out to head out to work. I looked down, there are two pineapples sitting there. The spikes cut off. We live in the South and I know pineapples are just a nice gesture sometimes, but initial thought was swingers. Ugh, I hate that word. We're going to do that episode. Um, I find that hilarious because I... Granted, I've been in an open relationship for, what, four years now, and not ever did I learn about the pineapple thing until recently on TikTok. Apparently, flamingos. Yeah. Flamingos? Flamingos on your doorstep. Also a thing. Really? I don't know. Okay, well, what I had seen on TikTok, on Polytalk to be more specific, was that if you're grocery shopping and you have a pineapple in your cart that is upside down, that's like letting other couples in the grocery store know that you guys are open. Can it be a plushy pineapple? Like, what if I'm buying like a like a teddy bear? Like a where are you gonna find a teddy bear pineapple at Ralph's? Well, no, I mean like, what if I'm at oh the like toy at Walmart store? exactly? Okay. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, what do you do if you're at the mall? You get a t-shirt, flip are you it gonna, upside down. No, no, no. Got a this pineapple is on this it. is like a grocery shopping situation. Why are you trying to find swingers at a grocery store? I don't know because they're local. Oh. Yeah, they're in your Wow, I didn't yeah. even think of that. Exactly. I've never done that, but that's kind of funny. So some, the first comment here, I wasn't overthinking at the rate of pineapple posts on here. I'm just waiting for the, I saw a pineapple in the grocery store. Is this the store of his finger posts? Oh, that's funny. I would love to do a whole episode on why I hate the word swingers. No, let's do it. And so many people in the lifestyle community that I know hate it too. Anyways, okay, we're getting a little bit off topic here. Guys, I think by now you get the gist of it. There are so many different ways to get started. You know, the main part of this, as we always fucking say, is communication, communication, communication. Trust and condoms. In that order. 
communication, right. trust, and condoms. Yeah, trust, communication, and then condoms, right? Well, I would say like, you know, talk, so you need communication. No, first Yeah, I guess you're probably establishing no, first, some trust in, yeah, the, in the conversation. Yeah, first you establish the trust. No, no, no. First you establish communication with this person. Oh, you're talking about with different people. Oh, oh yeah, yes, with different people. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, trust. And so, then once you get into it, wear condoms. Yeah. So guys, I hope you've learned <laughs> or at least have gotten an idea of how you want to get started. Some new terms, some acronyms, some fun stories. Like I said, my do's and don'ts. Have fun with it. And don't be shysty. I had no idea that was a word. Honestly, can I see the spelling? It's S-H-I-E-S-T-Y. That's what I'm most concerned about. S-H-I-E-S-T-Y. What? S-H-I-E-S-T-Y. Okay, so like shit. No, 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 no. Feisty. Oh, yeah, I guess that's one way to look at it. Shy and feisty? Yeah. No. No. Well, okay, regardless. Anyways, we'll see y'all next week. And we hope you have a great rest of your Thursday, a great rest of your week. And don't forget, guys, hop on over to TikTok or IG. Give us a follow. Yeah, give us a follow. We love the support. We thank you for it. 